and there was a moment there where it was a break between uh, exercises and I just remember lying, we were relaxing, lying down on the ground and everything went silent. It was like all that white noise and all the noise of the mind just subsided and I had a moment of pure, expanded, pristine silence. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's what it feels like to be me. That was Kia Miller. Hey everyone, Danny Palm here. Welcome back to the Yogi Misfit Sessions. Today, we've got session 112 with one of my teachers, Kia Miller. And the funny thing is, I'm recording this intro now, and uh, by the time you guys listen to this episode, and by the time this episode airs for myself, I will have just come back from India with Kia. Um, she was recently introduced to me by one of my colleagues, um, Yvonne Kingsley. She's an amazing teacher here in San Francisco. Um, but she's been studying Kundalini with Kia for the last few years, and what I noticed was that Yvonne had been changing um, in the best way possible. Um, she just became brighter and more radiant. And then another friend of ours also said that she was studying with Kia. So I was like, I got to go check out this Kia person. I ended up going to take one of her meditation, uh, meditation trainings that was by far one of the most potent experiences I've ever had in my life. And yes, I can totally say that <laughs> more than Burning Man. And I talk a lot about Burning Man. Um, but it was definitely very moving and very touching and it was very eye-opening for me. And so I am now headed off to India um, in March uh, with Kia for uh, 10 days and 100 hours of Kundalini. And so I'm really interested and intrigued to, uh, to find out what happens uh, after this uh, episode airs and after I get back with her from, uh, from India. It should be a really interesting thing. She's a radiant teacher. She's been studying Kundalini for a really long time. And uh, if you've never practiced with her, find her online. She's got this just glow about her. She's, she she is, just is this amazing, phenomenal human being. I've blessed and honored to have her on the show and I'm blessed to, to be studying with her and, and have the, uh, you know, the gift and the opportunity to, to do so. Um, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed uh, having the honor of having Kia here. Um, it's kind of surreal. Um, but yeah, um, as always, I, you know, can't let you guys go without telling you to, uh, give the show some love, um, share it to your friends. If you love this episode, leave us a review on iTunes, check out the podcast support page. It just keeps getting better. And it's all thanks to your guys' love and your support. Um, and without further ado, here comes session 112 with the one and only Kia Miller. Hello, Kia Miller. Hi, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to have you on the. I know we talked a little bit about it when I did your um, your last module in the training, just about getting you on the podcast because I have never had anyone talk about Kundalini yet, which is surprising to me. But here you are. Oh, I'm so glad to talk about my favorite subject. <laughs> we can geek out for a little bit. Yeah, I, well, you know, I, I just first want to say thank you for 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 coming on the show, and and also on a side note, thank you for bringing so much radiance into my life and for introducing me to such a really cool practice. Um, we've had a couple talks where you know I for for me, 
you know, when any, anytime anyone talked about any subtle body or energy stuff, I was just like, what are you talking about? You hippie. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I, you know, I distinctly remember, maybe we'll get into this a bit, but you know, in the training where I was like my literally in front of everyone, I was like, I think I just blew my mind away. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So let's get into, uh, let's just get into the nuts. How did you, how did you get into the practice of Kundalini? Like where did it all, cause you started as a vinyasa teacher. I did. I did. I started first, um, Ashtanga was my first love. Uh, but then there were a couple of people in my life, um, way back in the late nineties that, uh, they were just super attractive, super radiant bright people. And I remember thinking that I wanted what they had and Mm -hmm. what they had in common was Kundalini yoga. And so one of Mm -hmm. them, uh, beautiful Swedish, uh, she's a teacher too, actually. Now she took me to Guru Singh's class in Los Angeles and it was the weirdest thing I'd ever done. (laughs) You know, walk into this, this, this little room off of Robertson and there's the, the guy with the, with the long white beard and the big turban and he's speaking, you know, things that are going so far over my head, but he's also saying some things that are really hitting me. And he just opened up whole doorways of possibility for me that I didn't even know existed. So I kept going despite the fact I thought the practices were really weird and I didn't get them. I mean, now you know how I felt going into, yeah, because <laughs> I'd never even practiced with you. I, you know, I went on, uh, I mean, you've, I went on a whim knowing Yvonne, who is, who I, you know, co-teach my teacher trainings here. And, and we, uh, you, we, we, we've had a friendship and whatnot, and I, I've just saw what it was doing for her. And then, you know, I've, I've, I've known of you and I've, I've followed you in, in, in other ways, but I'd never, ever, ever once taken a single class with you. So when I walked in, <laughs> when I walked in, I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. What am I in for here? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That was my, that was, I, I remember going to a good sing class and he called, he spoke to me afterwards and he asked me a little bit about what was going on. And, and I said that I was having commitment, you know, that issues and that that's where I needed to work. And, um, mm. he gave me this pose, archer pose, which is like a cross between warrior two and warrior one, and you're holding it and, you know, for long periods of time. And he gave me it to do his homework. And it was just so left field for me. I was like, like a pose. I'm going to do a pose, you know, coming from the vinyasa world. It just, right. it just, I couldn't even grasp the concept of what he was asking me to do. Um, and so, uh, so much of it. And then the chanting just went, I loved it, but I didn't understand it. And I did not understand how the Kriyas work because I came from, um, I came from a life where I spent so much of it dissociating because that was my way mm-hmm. to deal with, you know, traumatic stressful situations and, as as most of us do right yeah, for sure it, yeah exactly yeah. and so uh i didn't have a connection to subtlety um to energy uh so i would do a kundalini practice and i would kind of feel i, I just wouldn't even know what i was feeling um so it wasn't until i did a class and there was so much focus on the navel 
And so we were doing lots of breath of fire and intense, like core work, you could say, with little breaks in between. And there was a moment there where it was a break between uh, exercises. And I just remember lying. We were relaxing, lying down on the ground, and everything went silent. It was like all that white noise and all the noise of the mind just subsided. And I had a moment of pure, expanded, pristine silence. And I could just feel like the core of myself. And I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's what it feels like to be me. And so that sort of started a whole deep dive into Kundalini for me. I was like, wow, okay, so this happened. So what else could happen? So at the beginning, all, all I really taught were the really impactful, strong kriyas that reminded me of Ashtanga, that got me embodied so I wasn't dissociated, that had, you know, a lot of, of physical as well as energetic impact. And, um, and then, then things started to get more subtle from there. But that was, that was like the moment where I was like, okay, yeah, I have to follow this path as far as it can take me because stuff's happening. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt the same, you know, when, so, so first off, like when I had done your training, I had a rib out, mm -hmm. so I couldn't, I couldn't sit comfortably, which was already, you know, provoking in itself. I was already, I was already just uncomfortable physically. And then I, you know, being, here I thought, go blindly going into, I didn't even think about this. I just, I was just like, oh, I'm going to sign up for this meditation training. I'm going to learn how to teach meditation. <laughs> and that was it. I think I, I might've shared this with you or maybe I didn't, but as I, we sat down and I got there late. So, you know, I kind of just checked into my room and, and that was it. And then the next morning, as we sat down into the welcoming circle, it, like one of the first things that comes out of your mouth, you're like, so this is meant to be a transformative experience. And I'm going to ask you guys to, you know, go deep. And in my mind, I was like, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was like, this is bullshit. This is not what I signed up for. This is not like, you know, like yeah. the resistance immediately, yeah. like just immediately like came up and it took it. I mean, it took a few days for me to, to shake it off, you know, and, and finally, you know, kind of like you said, I, I, I did my best the first few days to really be there, you know, everything that I could and uh, to, to, to try to be comfortable with, with the physical discomfort, the emotional discomfort, and then the resistance that was just being, you know, created uh, by, by my own self. And it was on, you know, I, I forgot when it was, it was like day three, maybe when we were out, we took the meditation outside and we were sitting underneath the trees and we did that Kriya to mm -hmm. the elements. And I remember uh, you know, in my experience, well, at the end of it, you had said, you know, does anyone want to share anything? And I, I looked, <laughs> I looked at the group and I was like, I don't care if this sounds crazy. I'm just going to say it. And I had said, you know, for a moment there, I was quiet. And for a moment there, you know, I felt kind of the still, the stillness. It wasn't, you know, the long period of time or whatever, you know, but there was a brief, you know, like you, where, where you felt that connectedness. And I, I, I think my words were, I was like, Kia, are you telling me that, you know, the trees were out here doing what trees do and just, you know, being, and you were like, yeah. And I said, and the ocean down below that we can see is just doing what the ocean does. And the tides are pulling. You're like, yeah. 
And I said, and so for the moment that I was just quiet and I could feel all of that, are you trying to tell me that I was a part of God? (laughs) I think your reaction was like something along the lines of like, welcome to the party. (laughs) You know, whatever it was, you're like the divine or whatever you want to call it. And that to me, you know, um, I mean, one, it was, <laughs> we had to decompress afterwards because my mind literally, you just saw my brain yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. You know? And <clears throat> I, I mean, I've been teaching now for about seven years and, you know, you you go into, there's so many layers to, to that as well, you know, but I've, I, I've taught meditation and I've practiced meditation and I've never, ever, ever, you know, felt anything as uh, mm. potent and I mean, it shook mm-hmm. me, you know, mm-hmm. in, in not a bad way. It, it, it definitely was the first time I had ever, I'm sure I'd gone there before with yes. drugs and, yeah. you know, other things, but this was like, I mean, it was completely different. And all I did was sit down and do, you know, some, you know, some, some, some breath work and some, you know, some mudras. And I, it, yeah, I just, even still, I stumbled to the words because I, I can just remember that feeling of like, oh my God, I, I I think I understand what everyone's talking about now. I actually had a taste of what it yes. was. Yeah, and you can't go back. You can't go back once you've no. tasted that. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you totally yeah. can't. <laughs> exactly. It's just um it's it's that it's that moment where all of the levels of self-identification that we've, you know, created in our lifetime uh falls away and you get that greater sense of the the totality of, of what is and it's all words until you experience it and in and mm-hmm. that's why i particularly love these kriya practices these strong breath practices because in a short period of time they they help you to access that place which uh, you know, especially those of us who have built a very strong identity in whatever ways that is, to to be able to just crack through that and expand ourselves, um, and to to recognize that place, to me that 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 moment for me was the beginning of a whole new life, where all of the masks and the projections that I've been putting up to that point. Um, to make myself feel better or to appear the way I thought people wanted me to appear, then for that to all fall away and to have that recognition of, wow, there's a deeper reality. There's something more profound. There's, mm-hmm. there's you, yet whatever we want to call that, that essence of life, that intelligence of life that is creating through us. It's like when you, when you get to, trust it for a moment and stop pushing and trying and just relaxing into it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was that concept, you know, of, of, you know, you don't do the yoga, you, you be the yoga Mm -hmm. and it's the same, you know, from what I'm hearing, it's the same. It's, it's less doing and more, uh, the doing comes from the egoic of, you know, projections of who we think we are and who we think we're supposed to be in the being is like coming back to the true self. It's coming back yeah, to before exactly. the noise. 
And Kundalini to me is, is like, you know, it's like the natural yeah. drug, I guess, you know, to, it's what I found was really, I mean, there's so much of it. Like, I mean, I can sit here and turn this podcast and stuff like mm. all the realizations. Well, that that's great too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, true. Right. What, what, you know, uh, a few things that, you know, and my story is mm. super public. You know, I, I often talk about, mm-hmm. you know, my drug use and, and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm not ashamed of any of it. Um, but you said something, you know, really, interesting that was like you could do drugs to to find god or or, you know whatever but that's not sustainable and that that isn't you know necessarily the healthiest choice for your body you know x y and z and this is this is just a a different it's you get the same access and it's a different way of going there in a way that is definitely like healthy for you and and you know good for you and is not you know eating away at your on a cellular level yeah exactly and the the funny thing is that there's so much science coming out right now to prove what's happening for example all of the Mm -hmm. um so just for for listeners out there you know the the kundalini practices are sort of uh, kriyas, you could say they're sequences of postures and breaths and sometimes mantras, sounds, and um, the, the idea in them is to generate energy or to liberate stagnant, stuck energy and to direct it and stabilize it. And a lot of that directing is up the spine and a lot of where you stabilize it is either at the heart, which then the energy uh, moves up to the, to the brain, or you're directing it directly mm-hmm. up to the third eye, sort of up where the pineal and pituitary glands are. And what's interesting is that what the, the modern scientists are showing is that when you pressurize the cerebrospinal fluid, um, which you know goes up the spine and, and, and surrounds the brain, and those glands, that when you pressurize it from the bottom with like mulabund, um, the pelvic floor lift, or udiyanabund, the diaphragm lift, mm-hmm. that it puts so much pressure on the pineal gland that it starts to change its secretion. And it starts to secrete like a, wow. a, a DMT substance, which then starts to shift our perception of ourself and others and starts to like allow right. us so you so then you get to see well the drugs that we may take because we are craving to break from the energetic pattern of our life that we feel stuck in that that we can create that same experience internally and as you had just referenced in a sustainable way so why wouldn't we do that i mean mm-hmm. to me and, you know, I also um, had a, a, a psychedelic drug history and, um, and I recognized that that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to break free. I was trying to open up to new possibilities. I was always seeking. But then there was that crash mm-hmm. afterwards and that kind of coming back to reality <laughs> that always felt like, ugh. Right. I got all that information, but now, like, and I, I, and I, yes, you, you have changed in subtle ways, but then the lasting change to me came through these practices, and then the, the, the feeling of the how the practice, the glow of the practice continues for days, sometimes weeks, sometimes longer. Yeah, 
Right. How do you, um, I forgot what teacher it was that you asked and you were, you had said something along the lines. You're like, how does this stuff work? And I forgot who it was, but someone said, I, yeah. Kia, I don't know yeah. how it works. Yeah. I just know that and it that's, works. <laughs> you see, and that's the interesting part. I think for decades, hundreds of years, probably, um, well, if you think about it for thousands of years, it's been this teacher student relationship and the student for until they have their own direct experience, they have to go on the faith of the teacher or their faith in the teacher. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for all of the years that Yogi Bhajan particularly taught, his students, they didn't have the science to back up what he was saying, and he was saying some extraordinary things. Uh, and so they just had to go sure. by their own direct experience. This stuff works. I don't know how it works. This is what Kudamuk says. I don't know how it works, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Kudamuk. It was definitely uh, Kudamuk. Yeah, uh, but go. now okay. we're getting more and more science. There's, they're studying some of the particular meditations and showing how it's lighting up um, and balancing the brain and how certain energetic practices are creating coherence, which makes the heart uh, mind and the head mind start, um, kind of uh, join together and harmonize. So we start to make more intelligent, more grounded uh, decisions, etc. So it's fun. This is a really exciting time because those of us who are out there teaching now, those of us who teach, we, we can we can call on these scientific studies, which for, for so many people, science is the language of now, and it allows them uh, an entry point that maybe their resistance, like you described so beautifully your resistance when you showed up for the meditation module. And for, for many people, that resistance, uh, if they haven't created a relationship with their resistance, in other words, if they haven't learned that uh, good things often come when you face your resistance, <laughs> then, then it's, it's a complete barrier to entry. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, that's not for me. That, that, that doesn't work, or that's not for me, or that's right. too weird, or that's a religion, or whatever label they may put on it. And so for me, the science aspect now gives an entry point where people are a little bit more willing to go, okay, well, I think this is all nonsense, but well, there's some scientific studies that say that it works, so I'm going to give it a go. <laughs> right. Why is it, I mean, when I started to do the the practices with you guys and, and was going through the entire thing, it was really provoking. Like there were points in there where I was angry and pissed yes. and I mean, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you understand, but mm -hmm. there was a few times where every name in the book I had you labeled as I was like, and, and of course it's all, mm -hmm. you know, looking back at it, that's all my own shit, but there were, I mean, yeah. it was work. <laughs> why is it, why is it it's so provoking? Work. Like, I it mean, in, in the best way possible, you know, your, your face to, 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 to meet yourself, but I was angry. I was really angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, just think of, think of the, and, and I share that by the way, that, that was my experience, a lot of anger and frustration at the beginning. Uh, Yogi Bhajan used the term poke, provoke, confront, and elevate. Like we have to poke, provoke, and confront our own self-imposed limitations. 
And then we also have to elevate. So as a teacher, we have to do all those things. As a practitioner, we have to do all those things because all of us at so many levels, we are living a misidentification. We're living just a fraction of what is possible for us because we've taken on beliefs about ourselves and who we are and what we're capable of. We've taken on others' beliefs about us or we've taken on cultural beliefs and um, we're carrying traumas and hurts which are keeping us in certain modes of consciousness. And so all of this, think of it just as as Mm -hmm. all these layers um, of misidentification and the, the, so the ego is caught, our identification is, is caught in all of those layers. The moment we start to provoke that, resistance comes up. It's like we, we want to stay with what we know. So when we're provoked and we have to uh, begin to open ourselves, it's kind of, it, it's, it's right. hard. It's hard. But if we don't push in this way, how do we know what our self-limiting beliefs are? I remember the, the, the note that I, my parents used to get from my school was, Kira is great, she's intelligent, whatever, but she gives uh. up too easily. And it was like I had, to, I had to face myself and where was I giving up and, and what, was, what were the stories I was telling myself when my arms were up in the air and I was uncomfortable um, about what was possible and what wasn't possible. So, so that's one layer. And then the other layer I would say is that uh, where most of us get caught, and again, there's getting more science to prove this now too, but where most of us are getting caught is in, is in our emotional being. And we keep creating experiences that reinforce a certain emotional chemical makeup that we're holding. And so what these practices, because they move energy so much, if you're pumping your belly with breath of fire, it's very hard to hold and grip onto emotion. So whatever's there underneath the surface starts to stir and get moved out. And so somebody in the room may be crying, somebody may be frustrated, somebody may be angry, somebody may be giggling or laughing, somebody may be blissful. It's like the whole range is there. Everyone's having their unique experience that's dependent on what they're holding beneath the surface that needs to move through them. So that's another You're layer of it. You're making it sound like and, this um, anger yeah. was inside of me and that I was holding it down and I think that's false. <laughs> Yeah. So you, but you, but your ego was being provoked because you have trained yourself. I mean, I've seen your practice. You have an extraordinary asana practice. Like you have trained your body. This is um, this, and your this mind is where Kia's is calling ways. me out, and I don't like it anymore. So this has been a great show. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> The reception's bad, Kia. I can't hear you. We got to go. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, uh, but now you're being asked to do something that's yeah, very different. 100%. Right? It's not the same as, 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 as holding a, an absolutely sublimely perfect arm balance or handstand or, you know, it's like, oh, 
wait, now I'm being asked to move my arms in a really weird position and pump my belly and use a breath at the same time. And ow, this hurts. And um, I don't know if I believe in this anyway. I mean, I don't know what your internal dialogue is, but this is sort of the kinds of dialogues that start to occur. And, uh, And then we get angry, like... Wow, somebody's pushing uh, me, and I don't. For me, like it's this. a lot of like, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? I'm wasting my yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> just everything that comes yeah. up is just. It's yeah, you know, from experience. I mean, I swore at the start of that week. <laughs> I was like, I am leaving <laughs> early. I'm probably going home tomorrow. Um, you know, and I remember being on the phone with Yvonne. I was texting her like, I was like, what did you do? What did you do to me? Like, what did you tell me to, this is bullshit, (laughs) you know? And then I called my partner who, you know, Heath, who you, yeah, you know, as well. And and, uh, I was like, babe, this is, I'm going home. This is not the vacation. This is not a vacation. This is not, I'm I'm not unwinding. Like, and they all kind of were like, well, good. So sorry. So sorry. And also suck it up, you know, because this is definitely something that you, you need to step into. And, you know, very similar to you, the words that you had said to me on, on at one point in the week, but you're like, you, this is, this is where you get to do this work and you emphasize on the get, you know, because we're, yeah. it's an yeah. opportunity for us to tune in. It's an opportunity for us to, for for me, you know, and for for anyone else listening to the show, if you're you know very type A in in some regards, you know, like I, I, like in my vinyasa practice or my physical, like it's a really great way for me to connect. But to trust in this other element that I couldn't necessarily measure, yeah. that I couldn't necessarily see. Well, if A plus B immediately equals C, you know, my my systematic brain was like, I can't see this. I can't, you know, there, there, I don't know where the insertion point is, or when I bend this, it's going to do that. That was really hard. That was that was asking me to completely yeah. step outside of, you know, my my comfort zone as a as a as a teacher, my comfort zone as a student, and my comfort zone as yeah. a human. Because I love systems. Yeah. I love. I love spreadsheets. Yeah. I love, you know, calendar invites. I love, you know, all that stuff where I can, <laughs> where I can see it. And here I was, you know, having to just trust and, yeah. you know, I, I don't, yeah, there, there's just, there's so much that goes, there's so much that goes into it. And even, you know, at the end of the week, I was st- still so blown away that I looked at you and I said, Kia, what am I doing next? And you said, you're going to, you're going to India. <laughs> Yes, that's good. And I, re- I completely <laughs> being like, oh, well, I'm gonna fucking hate it, but yeah, if you say I'm doing it, like, well, let's let's do th- let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. Yes. When um, when you see students start and and you know are, are not necessarily uh, and when you see students at the beginning of uh, uh, let's say their Kundalini journey, um, and then in it. What are the biggest differences that you notice? I physically, I know you've said that you've you've seen people, uh, you know, sh- shift and change, but also internally. Like, what are what are some of the things that you get that you get to see that you're just like, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, people's lives transform. Their sense of themselves, um, their uh, their their skillfulness, just in all areas of life, the feeling of empowerment, the um, uh, yeah, the, the capacity to just know themselves at a deeper level and therefore trust themselves and 
um, and expand their capacities. Uh, It's amazing because I have, you know, about 200 classes on GLOW and it's the emails that I get, the people who have never met me, but they take a class on GLOW and they like it and then they just keep going. And then they'll email me and say, I didn't know what I was doing, but my whole life has shifted. Mm. And you realize, well, yeah, your whole life's shifted because you, you in these classes, you're getting a break mm. from yourself mm. and you're starting to create, literally create a new a new reality, a new way of being where you're more connected to, to the core of you mm-hmm. and starting to make decisions from a different place. So that's what I would say. The practices introduce you to you at a deeper level. So um, life begins to change. And then, of course, depending on what the practice is, um, that may determine how quickly your life is changing and in what particular way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there, is there an entry point, uh, for people that are curious, um, you know, for, for Kundalini, um, for Kundalini yoga, like where, where, where is a good place to just start? Um, well, as, as we know, the importance of a teacher is, is, is key. Somebody that you feel like you can relate to. Um, but just, just go, what I would say is find a Kundalini class or you can practice with me on GLOW if you, if you choose. But find a Kundalini class and just go with an open mind and know that there's going to be so many things there that you don't understand and that may seem weird or may provoke you because some of the mantras just sound weird and some of the ways that you're asked to move your body don't make sense, as Danny so beautifully stated. <laughs> I think I but, said they're fucking bullshit. <laughs> that, was, that was my wording. <laughs> but you but you just try it because try it like you're a scientist and you just mm-hmm. want to give something, you just want to see how is this going to work for me? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then ch- check in with yourself afterwards and see. Um, I mean, the, the kinds of things that I get, Feedback is, wow, I feel totally Mm re-energized, feel clear. Um, Wow, I really managed to let go of something that's been haunting me um, during that class. Mm -hmm. Or, wow, um, I I connected. I got a a feeling beyond myself. Like, these are the kinds of things that are, are, are possible. But the old the old rule is always there, you know, H- how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And so if you choose to go and give it a chance, really give it a chance, just put aside your, your, your resistance as best you can put aside your um, uh, negative mind and just be like, okay, if you're asking me to do this, I'm just going to do this to the best of my ability. I may never come to this class again, but right now I'm just going to do exactly what you ask me to do as well as I can, and then just see what happens. I I, I would also uh, my my two cents. Um, the uh, kriya that you've given me, mm. um, the it's it's on glow as well. It's like the the ten minute pranayama, uh, the, mm-hmm. daily, the daily just way to it's so it's so accessible and it's so easy. And, oh yeah, Kia. By the way, it's been like sixty something days. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow! Yeah, 
even like there's some days where I'm like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow morning. I'm like before bed, I'm like, just get it done. Amazing. But uh, yes. it's, it's now something that I look forward to. Um, mm. And like you said, when you're like, when you're comfortable with it, start sharing it with as many people as you can. And um, yeah. it's like your 10 minute uh, pranayama, like power, you know, power source day. It's really super, I think I can actually link the class in the show notes, but it's, I love it. I do it every day. And it's something that I'm, you know, I'm super, uh, yeah, I look, I get to look for, I look forward to doing it every day. It's like now part of like my routine. Um, Amazing. And I can yeah. share, you know, from my own personal experience, um, you know, I am very, 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 uh, you know, pretty blunt and honest and, and out there with it. And this practice, you know, it's such a mystery to me and it's so different. And yet I am still just trusting, um, mm. you know, in the process I am, I've, I got so much out of, you know, the first module that I did with you that it wasn't even, you know, halfway through it where I was like, I'm, I def the, I'm so excited for the rest of your, your advanced training and to, to get to learn from you. And I'm excited to go to India with you and, and study. And you've got so many beautiful offerings and, and not just me, but some of my really close yoga friends that I had no idea studied with you. Um, you know, me and you kind of, we, we, we talked about this as well. I was like, Oh my God, I, but this person's coming to India. And so is this person. And then we, you know, we convinced this other person to go have all <laughs> So one of my friends who's coming is just like me. That's why we get along. We're very like, rah, 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 and, you know, we're in the, in the physical a lot. And the one thing that we say every time you come up in conversation is just how much radiance you mm. have brought into our lives, mm. how much, um, and how accessible you've made it and how you just, you show up Kia in, in, in the way that you facilitate and in the way that you teach and you welcome everyone to meet you exactly as you are. And I think that's what makes you such a beautiful and brilliant teacher. And, you know, I know I can speak for me and, and many that have practiced with you, but I, I, I can't thank you enough for, you know, introducing me to, to, to this practice, but also, you know, letting me be Danny, you know, in my entirety in this practice and still it, it being a place for that to be okay. Mm, wow. Thank you for that. Yes. Yes. Well, I think, I feel like, uh, the world needs more authentic people just really being who they are and giving people permission to do that. So, um, yeah, it, it, if, if that's coming off, that makes me really happy. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's, it's incredible. You know, it, it's, it's incredible to hear almost my thoughts out of other people's mouths and vice versa. When I say certain things are like, yep, that's exactly on point. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone that's you know, taken your training so far has just come out of it. Like, mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been, it's been very cool. And I'm so excited to do this next module with you in India. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, um, you know, like I'd be lying if, if I didn't say it was, it was a little like the hell am I getting myself into? Um, but I'm also very excited. I'm also very excited to, to be in your presence and to, like you said, just go straight to the source. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is, this is just definitely just buckle your seatbelt and let's go. <laughs> Get ready for my breakdown. <laughs> okay. I, I just, uh, you know, as, as a teacher, um, and you know, as well as one of, you know, someone who I consider one of my, my, my teachers and, and my current teacher, I, 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 again, I can't thank you enough, um, for, for everything that you do and, and yeah, just everything I just said in the way that you show up and, and for taking time out 
um, today to come on the show and, and, and share your passion and your gift and your knowledge and just I just can't thank you for for doing what you do. Mm, well, thank you so much, Danny. I I love I love how you are in the world and all that you are doing as well, and um, just the freshness that you bring to your approach and and how you are as a student. I mean, that's to me, that's it. It's just you know, you you have such a capacity that you showed just to sit through the discomfort and until you could arrive uh, at a place of, of connection. And so you take your students to, through exactly your own transformation. And I think that's, that's the key to, to all of this. So, so yeah. It comes, it comes with the help of some really amazing teachers. Yeah, so. right? For all of us, we're, yeah. we're all as, mm-hmm. as good as, as the, the, the teachings and, and the teachers who have, who have helped us along the way. So yeah yeah what a blessing i i, I agree <clears throat> and on that note and mike drop. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again for coming Yay. on the show kia until the next yogi misfit sessions this is danny and my teacher kia Mila. but saying peace out